0: This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award winning speaker, he is Chris. Well, here we go. It's Friday. We're back. Missed yesterday. What can I tell you at a late night? Uh, had me up a little later than normal. It was actually good stuff. Great meeting I was involved with, but uh, you know as I get older, it's staying up late it takes a lot out of me. And it came time to do the podcast. Because I don't have it in me. And tonight came, and I thought, uh, I'm exhausted. It's amazing what what being up one late late one night does. It wasn't even that late. I think I was in bed by midnight or something like that. But for a week night. It's a little tough for me. I mean, I'm usually up five five thirty at the latest. You know, we'll sleep until six thirty seven o'clock on the weekends. I'm not saying I never sleep in. That's not the case. We do, but uh, we don't a lot. We got a south facing house. Actually, it's great. One of the features I love, and uh, our bedroom has a east and, a, and south facing windows that we purposely have translucent blinds on and I got to tell you uh, now this time of year we're up before it's the uh, light out which is a little different equation that's usually when the sleeping in begins when the when the mornings come later but uh, when the sun comes up it's hard to sleep in there and we kind of like it that way quite frankly you know me I like to be up I like to be outside generally speaking. It's not as if I don't have my indulgences. So I'm feeling a lot better, in case you were wondering. Uh, about two weeks ago now, it's been, I don't know, 12 days maybe, I really dialed in my nutrition. Uh, you know, I was feeling a little rough there. Did I tell you I put on 20 pounds? I thought to myself, you know, back it was like March or April. I did I, I think I said this all already. You know, I get the Veterans uh, Benediction there at the uh, uh, Phyllis Shaffley Awards Ceremony. And you know, I got in shape to wear my tux, and I put on twenty pounds since then. I couldn't believe it. Working on around the house, eating like an animal, and boom. Anyway, I dialed in my nutrition. It's paid off very nicely. I got still got a little nasal thing going from the whole COVID thing, and um, I'm gonna need a couple of weeks of therapy after the car accident, getting rear-ended. What a what a fiasco! Dealing with insurance and that's ah, just crazy, right? What are you going to do? So, anyway, I was a little reluctant to hop on here today, dragging myself on. I'm looking at the news. I'm absolutely disgusted. And I thought, you know, we need to talk about the election coming up and just kind of square away where we stand, I guess. And, uh, you know, I I don't really like to tell people how to vote. I just, or even suggest it. Um, I guess I'll just say it right now. I mean, my intention right now is to pretty much vote straight red. And I don't think that's a good thing at all. I really don't. Not the best thing, that's for sure. It's, um, but I, I'll tell you, um, it's really neither here nor there. The point is, is what are Democrats doing and I think whether you know whether however you're planning to vote you may feel completely differently, and of course that's perfectly your right. But um, I thought you know considering all that, let me let me just obviously I have a bias, I guess is what I'm trying to say. But let's just look at what it is that Democrats have been doing. Now you can take you know this crazy digital liberal media scam going on and you can continue to repeat that this has been debunked and that's a conspiracy theory and those people who believe it are wackos but the fact remains the vaccine didn't work Uh, nobody's seen any of the uh visitors of epstein's island brought to justice or even questioned right is that true what about the uh, Prince Andrew or whatever? Whatever happened with that? I thought he was going to get arrested in the big brouhaha. It never happens. You know, it's just like they're talking about charging Trump. There, Let me jump on that for a second, why Democrats are losing. Because the, the liberal media, and I don't know what the party has to say about it, but they're pushing this narrative that, that Trump's going to be charged. Charged with what? And charged how? What does that mean? Oh, Department of Justice may charge Trump. What, uh, for what? And what does that mean? But uh, I don't know. You know, mean, it sounds serious, right? Oh, you're going to see him in handcuffs. Uh, okay. I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, was Nixon ever in handcuffs for everything that went on? I don't think so. So was he? I don't think so. I guess it happens. I don't, look at the... Uh, Senator Menendez, they've been under investigation, indicted, and went to trial, and the jury acquitted him. You, you want to blame the swamp. You know, you turn around and you look at that. They, they went through the steps. They did the right thing. And uh, quite frankly, the case against Menendez is kind of weak, at least as far as what was made public. That supposedly had some rich doctor friend that, you know, flew him around and put him up in lavish hotels. And then they said, saying ah, it was campaign donations. I think maybe there was something going on with Medicare claims or something. I don't know, involving the – I don't really know. we we'll have to look into it a little bit more. But Menendez, you know, and like I said, went all the way to trial. He's still in office under uh, investigation or indictment again. I don't know what the story is. Anyway, the Democrats right now – I think there's a, a couple of big, flawed narratives. Right now, they're they're screaming – Uh, Let me see. Do I have this article here? This actually paints the picture of this story. Oh, yeah. Here it is. (laughs) This is fantastic. Um, GOP victory in the midterms will mean that our children will be arrested and conceivably killed. MSNBC presidential historian Michael Beschloss, I don't know how you say this name, a big schmendrick, warned that if Republican candidates win their races next week, American democracy and the free press could end. Historians may no longer exist, and our children all die at the hands of a brutal authoritarian system. President Joe Biden said in his Wednesday night speech that, in the upcoming midterms, Democracy itself is at stake. A message that MSNBC's Chris Hayes, he's the little uh, Rachel Mancal uh, twin. Uh, a message that Chris Hayes and the media have been repeating for months. Democracy is at stake. Hayes played clips from the speech. <laughs> Enough with the pop-ups. Including the president saying that electing certain Republicans is a path to chaos. Now, in terms of messaging, this is a big goose egg. Big, big, solid no say. Nobody's even comprehending this. What? Oh, yeah. If you vote Republican, we're all going to be slaves. We'll be locked up. You'll have no free speech. You'll be no, uh, Contraception allowed, no alcohol. You'd think the uh, the right wing que- Christians in this country are Puritans for God's sake. The Quakers are back. <laughs> Not even the Quakers. This is what they're, what they're portraying is worse than the Quakers. I don't know what's so bad about the Quakers. I don't mean to vilify any Quakers out there. I think a lot of Quakers are Democrat, by the way. I really do, probably. But uh, I, I don't know. So I, this whole messaging, quite frankly. Uh, you know, do you think anybody's really buying into that? And at the same time, they're saying, you know, we need to tame down the violent rhetoric. And it's like, well, you're kind of drawing a pretty ugly line in the sand there. If we don't win this election, the country's gone. It's this election or nothing. I talk about something a lot. I say the in the liberal mind, the ends justify the means. And it's probably conservative minds if that's the case, too, by the way. But I do believe it popular with, with liberals in a lot of ways. The ends justify the means. Well, it's you know, you heard this with Comey and Hillary's emails. Well there was no intent. No intent. You, you, I, I don't know that there always has to be intent for there to be a crime committed, right? It may be a different kind of crime if there was, premeditated, I don't know. Well I'm no legal scholar. Historians may no, no longer exist, they say. I got to tell you, I'd be pretty broken up if all the historians dried up. I don't, you know, all my historian friends out there and our historical parties that we have, I don't know, it would be tragic, really, to watch that dry up. Maybe maybe he means just the, uh, you know, government-paid historians that can appear on MSNBC and complain about the taxpayers. Why? And then, you know, Biden is in the end. There's these you know, 391 of these Republicans for seats up and down the train are, are, are potential are uh, election deniers. Do you know what that means? <laughs> they're going to take away your Social Security, your driver's license. <laughs> Meanwhile, this is the party. Let's go back to what, let's just looking at what they've done. You know, forcing the masks, forcing the vaccines, closing schools, closing businesses. I'd hate I'd hate to see what the fascists would do, right? If the, if if that's liberal, I'd hate to see what the fascism looks like, for God's sake. And and they would like to bring it back. They're still playing these games in places like New York City. They fought it tooth and nail up to the bitter end, fighting court decisions and destroying people's careers, businesses, unreal. Our economy, well. I, can you blame that on the Democrats? Sure. Uh, was it inevitable? Probably. Either way. About the Ukraine thing. Hey, let's have some peace talks. Hell no. This has never even been a suggestion. You can't just give credit to this for liberals. The Democrat, the Republicans in our government certainly seem to uh, to be going along with this. I stand with Ukraine nonsense. Actually, I don't want to take issue with that. But just comparatively speaking. There was this tripping over ourselves to just throw money at them. Ah, Russian invaded. You look like you need some cash. <laughs> and quick. Well, we sent, you know, I guess it was uh, uh, weapons, really, right? In the beginning still is. This surge of American weapons in there. Well, that's not going to upset Russia at all. But whatever your feelings about all that. How do you explain that the no desire for any kind of peace talks, whatever your position is. Why would you not want a dialogue in order to develop a peaceful resolution? What does that tell you? And then you look, you know, they want to say that the Republicans on these election deniers are the most vile, anti-democratic people on the planet. And while they're the ones yelling, you better vote Democrat. You understand what I'm telling you? Because if you don't, this country's gone, gone, gone. But I think, quite frankly, that this wasn't really a message meant for the electorate. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about, electorate. Um, I think it was a dog whistle. I really do. I think that, listen, you've heard me talk about the ends justify the means, a liberal idea, generally speaking. What does that mean? That means if it becomes necessary to cheat in the election— to ensure that Democrats stay in power, so that we don't lose our democracy, I don't know how we how we we keep we keep our democracy by cheating in the election. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. I don't know. Maybe it was a message uh, to go out to all the ballot harvesters. Up the ante, and we said, "Well, twenty-five dollars a vote. Do I hear thirty dollars a vote? Bring me ballots. Bring me ballots. That's what that was about." Bring me ballots. That was the real message from Biden. You better bring me ballots or it's over. You understand? Maybe what they're really saying is to like the unions. Bring me ballots or I'm not going to be able to deliver on what I promised you. Or I'm not going to be able to continue delivering to you what I've been delivering to you. And then from there, uh, I guess if you're comfortable with that, Look at what Democrats have done. Look at this defund the police thing, the damage it did, and their hatred and, and their vile rhetoric towards police while they sit there and cry out, Oh, they're being mean. Really? Is that right? Right? One little B&E. You know what a b and e is? <laughs> Breaking and entering. b and e. One little B&E. And, and, oh, Oh, politicians, politicians are at risk. Our lives are at risk. It's getting dangerous. I wonder if any of these politicians that are peeing their pants over Pelosi getting pistol whipped, that uh, they've ever taken a look at the news headlines, all the carjackings and muggings and beatings, and, and it seems endless. You can't go into any of these cities. All of a sudden... It happens to one of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. How many? How many of these politicians had to homeschool their kids during the lockdowns? Was Congress forced to get vaccinated? No, they did. I think they do. Went along with that because that was, you know, part of the uh, the oath of allegiance, the badge of honor. Getting the getting the the, the vaccine and the oh yeah, I'm all boosted up. Oh boosted up, masked up, masked up anyway. Masked and boost, master boost, mask and boost. I don't know what I liked the uh, social distancing. I don't know why that went away. Democrats the, the polluting the schools with this transgender ideology being forced on minors, a warped uh sense of, of racism being jammed down their throats. And whatever you feel about that, whether you agree with me or not. Why would you want to uh, encourage in a situation where the schools are going to start getting into social issues? Because it can only spin out of control. I say this about keeping religion out of People, We need to bring back prayer in schools. Oh, great idea. Which prayer would that be? My wife's Catholic. I'm not. We don't pray the same way. I'm going to tell my daughter she's going to, you're going to decide how she's going to pray or the teacher's going to decide. I have a problem with that if we're even speaking about Christian prayer in the first place, assuming we are. What are you going to tell the Muslim students? Eh, too bad. You're going to have to pray. Well, you could say a, you know, praise God prayer. No, I don't think it belongs in the schools. You want the, the spiritual health of your children incorporated in their schooling? can go to private school or you can uh, take care of their spiritual health at home and at church. As far as I'm concerned, the schools, one, ought to feed the kids. I've argued this for years. What do you mean, you say? Why feed the kids? While they're there on premise, they should be in their care. And we should do our best to take care of these children. And we should do it in part to help working-class families. If there's not one place to invest tax dollars, is that not it? To take a little bit of the burden on You know how hard it is right now? You think about, I think about this myself. And if this isn't the dirtiest deed of this nasty politics and the failures of our government and this piss-poor financial system, then it has become impossible to enjoy the gift of raising a family. Is there really any greater gift? We don't talk about that. It's a burden. at Time's not right. It's expensive. Stacey Abrams, always Democrats, poo-pooing the idea of having children and raising families. My daughter's seven years old. She talks about having babies. Kid you not? I would imagine her friends do too. I don't know what she's going to decide. Wait, not wait. It's going to be up to her largely. We'll see. But why would we poo-poo that idea? Greatest gift we're given, entrusted in the care and creating a new life, and raising that child. You look at all the problems now. These these uh, Generation Zers and these young people on drugs and homeless. And instead of blaming them, maybe I ought to have to talk with the parents, the helicopter parents, parents that never drew lines in the sand, the helicopter parents that uh, that never uh, disciplined their children. This has been going on for years. We've been talking about, now. Oh, you can't spank your kids anymore. I'm not really an advocate of corporal punishment on kids, but sometimes it's necessary. My daughter one time, uh, neither of my kids got spanked much, maybe you know, a couple uh, my daughter, I really only can think of one, maybe twice. Uh, my son, I had to crack him on the butt a couple times. But uh, my daughter threw a rock at my wife, and uh, I think she was maybe, hmm, maybe four or five, I don't know, toddler, I guess. She was being, oh, she got nasty too. Boy, does she have a temper. I think she gets it from me. Oh, yeah, she can flare up. Let me tell you. I was doing math homework with her last night. What a joy. What an absolute joy. So much fun. Anyway, what have Democrats been doing? They don't support the military. I'm not going to suggest to you that uh military spending and the military industrial complex isn't out of control. It clearly is. Even when I was uh enlisted, I felt that look at all this look at all this money being spent for what? What's it really producing? Now I believe that we need a strong military, for sure. But there's an awful lot of spending. Just uh incredible amount of money you gotta really question. The validity of that investment. You say, with everything going on in the world, I don't know, know, maybe we need this protection. How come we can't even protect our own border? Explain to me that, that logic. That you can't use the military on the border. How about the open border logic that liberals have pushed? Republicans have failed to be able to pass legislation that really stop illegal immigration. I told you how easy it is. $10,000 a day fine for every day that you employ or, or, um, I would say, employ uh, an illegal immigrant. No driver's license, no work allowed. Um, That would be the simple solution, really. You wouldn't have people taking that kind of chance. I don't know. What do you think of this Biden speech? Leave me a message. ChristopherScottShow.com. But he's been a little out of kilter. I am getting a lot of weird messages, cryptic stuff. I don't know what you're saying. People are talking crazy. It's a crazy time. You look at what's going on in the world. How can Do you feel good about what's going on? Do you feel good about what the government's been doing? I, I would love to hear from uh, some liberals on this, although I don't think there's really much of any liberals listening to this podcast. It's going to be an interesting election. Uh, I, in good conscience, cannot... Uh, vote for Democrats. I mean, the party's just uh, out of control in so many different ways. I saw uh, Governor Wolf here in Pennsylvania, super liberal loony, you know, Captain Lockdown, Vaccine Charlie, you know, forcing the, the liberal movement on everybody, transgender. The legislature adopted uh, banning, uh, you know, different sexes competing in sports. He vetoed it. Right. So he turns around. And they cut the Pennsylvania corporate tax. Now, the state tax here is pretty high, 6%. I don't know. Is that high? It seems like a lot when I look at the tax bill. Always has. I had some problems with state taxes over the years. So they cut the corporate tax rate in Pennsylvania. Am I in favor of that or not in favor of that? uh it's not that I'm not in favor I was I'm in favor of broader tax Why didn't I get a state tax cut? not getting any relief here at all We're getting bashed but the bigger point is wasn't it people like governor Wolf and Josh Shapiro and the these liberals that trashed Trump for cutting taxes that they just they thought it was wrong There's a tax for the rich. Now you got Obama out there saying, they're going to take away your Social Security because they're going to have to because they want to give all that money to the rich buddies. No evidence to support that. The ultra-wealthy are taking a beating right now, which was likely inevitable anyway. Bezos said to expect uh, tough economic conditions ahead. Uh, I think so. It seems to be well on the way. Um, I don't know. I, I, I have mixed feelings about, you know, like I, I've said before, in some ways, I think this is going to be a serious, catastrophic fall uh, more than likely here, more than likely around the world. But I'm not so sure. I'm really not. Interest rates right now, people, you know, oh, interest rates, interest rates, super high. No, they're not. And gas is high, oil is high. Food's high, really high, but even with that, you know, it's uh, jobs are still there for the most part. That's when you know that, the, that it's getting serious, when uh, layoffs begin, and unemployment starts to go up. Did we even see that in the 2006 recession? Does anybody remember that? I got laid off then. My career in, in home building, land development, ended at that time. Uh, the, my job ended, and um, the, the the field, uh, the, that uh, area, kind of what I was doing, um, I don't want to say it dried up completely, but it never really came back the way that it was. So many people got out at that time. So I guess there was at least some in home building, mortgages, right? I guess there was because there's a lot of foreclosures, right? So there had to have been, you would think. I don't know, but I don't think even then, I don't think in the 2006-2007 recession, I don't think that uh, employment unemployment really got super critical, did it? I don't think so. And so that's uh, what we're going to find to see what comes next in that regard uh, to where you see now. I just saw that Amazon put a freeze on new hiring. And Twitter, of course, is cutting people. Kind of funny. Are you back on Twitter? Anybody back on Twitter? Let me know, would you? Uh, I have no desire, right? I, I, I shouldn't say that. I've been a little interested. They're not charging yet, right? I don't know. This idea they're going to charge. you saying they're going to charge $8. I think that means they're going to like charge $8 a month or something like that. That's my guess. Um, will people do it? Yeah, I think that a monthly subscription on something like that is uh, a little bit of an ask. But maybe there's a way that they could somehow return the value in terms of, I don't know, you know, coupons. I, I don't know, $8 a month. I'm trying to get – I got a couple of subscriptions I'm trying to get rid of. I don't want more. Uh, who would you rather have in your corner in a deep economic recession, a Republican Party or a Democrat Party? Sadly, I want to tell you the other problem is, uh, you know, although I plan to vote all red – I don't have a lot of faith in the Republican Party. There's no litmus test, and I told you this when I was considering running um, that uh, nobody even asked me my feelings or opinions about issues or you know principles. not at all. The only question and I talked to many people i was I was forewarned, and so I expected. simple question: How much money have you raised? That's it. It's just a money game for these parties. Uh, I was talking to a friend of mine, I was talking about, talking to him about my conversations about the America's First Party, this idea of, of creating a third party as a way to fix this mess. Uh, but I quickly came to the conclusion it's not the answer, and the people really aren't supportive of it. And I don't think people really want more politics, I really don't. I think people want less, quite frankly, government to run effectively and, and do its thing. And a big part of the problem is all these liberals are promising all this. Oh, yeah, we're going to f- fix race relations and help you with family planning. <laughs> cradle to grave. How about get the hell out? How about leave us alone? How about the, with, I don't know. How do you feel about that? Oh, yeah, I'll take the cradle to grave. Vaccinate me. Euthanize me. Leave me alone. Quit trying to stick me with needles. Quit trying to feed me with information. Quit telling me I'm a conspiracy theorist. I'll be the first person to tell you, uh, I'm, I'm the most paranoid, cynical person on the planet. I don't trust anybody. Uh, I check the back seat. I get in the vehicle. This is the way I was raised. Right? I'm always. I always check my back. Check your six. Uh, it's just the way I live. Always have. You know. I always sit facing the door. I always know where there's weapons of opportunity. If I go to a hotel, I go out to eat, I always know where the exits are instantly. It just happens for me. It's the way I am. The presence of mind, situational awareness, these are good things. Uh, maybe it doesn't matter to you. To me, it matters. You know, I almost always have some kind of weapon on me, the ability to defend myself. Let's put it that way. Uh, anyway, I don't know. But there's another one. You know, liberals arguing you shouldn't be able to defend yourself. Oh no! You know how how many uh, um, rallying cries did we hear uh, due to the police shooting an unarmed black man? Uh, unarmed black man shot by police. We haven't heard that in a while. They haven't pulled that out this election. Interesting. Wonder when that'll make a resurgence. How about the 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 um, woman that shot the fireman? Right? I believe she was black. He was white. He was fighting with her husband. He was unarmed. But no black woman shoots a white unarmed person. Nothing. No charges were filed. But a white cop shoots an unarmed black man. And ends up going to jail. How do you reconcile that? That's not anti-police. Who's pushing that stuff? Who's who's the party that's letting criminals out of jails? And now, I, mean, I don't feel safe. Now the politicians, oh, you crazies out there are getting people riled up. Oh, is that right? How many uh, convicts have been let out of jails? There's no bail. I've been talking about all this, all the liberal ideas. We're going to cut the cost of criminal justice? Okay. You're going to cut services is what they're saying. Provide no border security. I'm going to give you an 8% raise on your Social Security. I wonder when that shoe's going to drop. It has to. You know, it's it's going to become, uh, especially with them doling out money like this. I would imagine the revenues are high, but I, I think what you're going to see here, here's what you're going to see: the economy really take a, a dip. I think is if unemployment starts to get high. So I don't know. I don't know what's high. Eight percent, probably ten percent. That starts to hurt, right? When one in ten working people, because not a lot of them anyway. One in ten working people don't have work. It's kind of significant. You know, They're sitting home every day. One in ten, right? And if inflation stays high, you got a serious problem. I'm not aware that uh, unemployment benefits in Pennsylvania went up a whole lot. I think the max, I don't know, 400 a week? I don't know. I have to check. it got to be more than that, wouldn't you think? I don't know. How do you live on that today? How could you live on $400 a week today? $1,600 a month. Not a lot of places that you can live on that. Maybe out in the, in, in coal country, Pennsylvania, maybe other places out in the Midwest. I don't know. It's not a lot. And then, you know, so you get a little bit of unemployment, and then that dries up. I don't know. We saw tough times in this country before. Somehow this seems like it's going to be a little bit different. I don't think people have the same ability to persevere. I don't think people have the same ability to hunker down. You know, everybody's got an iPhone. Everybody's got a, a fancy car. You know, you know. When was the last time you saw a clunker on the road? Not a lot. Everybody got nice new cars, nice new phones. Everybody's fat and happy, and we're going to see the famine. They'll say it was a famine. Yeah, self-imposed, perhaps. That seems to be coming. I don't know. I'm not. I, like I said, I have mixed feelings about it. On one hand, I think this is a serious crisis, and there's a lot of indications to support that. On the other hand, um, I don't know, 10% unemployment, 10% interest rates, pretty survivable. How long does it go on? That becomes the next question. And I think it could be a while, to say the least. What are you going to do? I'm losing my voice. I still got a little nasally throat thing going on from the covid and with that, I'm going to sign off. We're heading into the weekend. Uh, loosely speaking, I'm planning on coming back on Sunday again. We'll see what happens. Got a birthday party coming up. I got some work to do around the house. Anxious to get outside. The leaves are falling. I'm going to have to get on that soon. Trying to finish up this deck work. Get that project wrapped up, for God's sake. But anyway, do something to invest in yourself. Read a book, go for a walk, get some sunshine. Do an extra push up or two. Eat some green vegetables. Do something to make yourself a little better on Monday morning. God willing, I'll see you back there. Make it a great weekend.